بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الله صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلاما على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد الله سبحانه وتعالى has created us and he has given us all of these gifts and bounties in amat blessings so that we can live our lives in a very productive way and we can serve Allah through those gifts Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's fadl is so huge on us that he provides for us the means by which we serve him if he didn't provide these means we would not be able to serve him he provides for us the sun the moon the stars the earth air water everything so that we may utilize these benefits animals vegetation plants everything in the world Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created for us wa alladhi khalaqa lakum ma fil ard jami'a he is the one who has created everything for you so the utility and the use of all of these gifts in our heart is for the human being <coughs> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has no need for these in our heart and these blessings and these gifts Allah doesn't need water so he doesn't drink water <coughs> Allah doesn't need food so he doesn't eat food Allah doesn't need the air so he doesn't breathe in the air Allah doesn't need the cold or the heat so he's not dependent on any of these in our mat that he gave us but we are in need of these in our mat these blessings so Allah subhanahu's fadl is huge in the sense that he gives us the means by which we serve him the means by which we worship him which in of itself is a great ni'mah a great blessing that Allah bestows upon us these blessings from amongst those blessings there is the blessing of uh, knowledge and ilm so ilm is a huge ni'mah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives to the human being all according to their needs and all according to their ranks and all according to how much they work towards that specific knowledge so you have people who know when they are young and they learn more and they learn more as they grow older and then you have the various categories of knowledge knowledge of the body knowledge of uh, the environment knowledge of things around us which is also near Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Allah taught Adam all the names so knowing the names of things is a huge ni'mah 
that this is this this is called this and this is called that. Yeah. So just by knowing the names, we are able to appropriate the use of that thing. When whenever someone invents something, discovers something, or when a child is born, we name that thing and that child. So that that name now represents the reality behind the object, and we are able to benefit through the name. So now we know this is a, a banana, and this is an apple, and this is a cow, and this is a chicken. So through those names, we benefit from the inamat that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us. So this is one level of knowledge, the knowledge of knowing what is. So now you go into your fields, and you understand the terminology, and you understand the names of all the things that are relevant to your field. A handyman will know the names of his tools, and the doctor will know the names of his drugs, and also the, uh, the ailment and the sickness. And everybody else who is in their field will know through their names that this is what is needed in order for us to benefit from the inamat and blessings. So just knowing the names of things in of itself is a huge ni'mah. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught Adam all the names first so that human beings in his progeny would be able to relate to things by names. And then through the names they'll be able to make use of whatever object is in front of them. This is one level of knowledge. Then there's another level of knowledge that is not acquired through the mind and through experience and through sense perception. That knowledge comes through Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is known as the knowledge through wahi. So wahi comes from somewhere which is beyond us, beyond our five senses, beyond our mind and intellect. And through that knowledge Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the ni'mah of being able to worship Him. So knowing how to worship Allah is in itself a blessing. There's a difference between those who know and those who don't know. The Quran says, قُلْ هَلْ يَسْتَوِ Say that those who are knowledgeable are not equal to those who are not knowledgeable. They're not the same. So even knowing that this is the Quran and the Sunnah and this is Wahi, and this is the means of ibadah, and this is the way we worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that in itself is a ni'mah, and then knowledge precedes the act. You need to know how to worship Allah before you worship Him. You can't just simply subjectively say, in my experience I think this is the way God wants me to worship Him. It doesn't work that way. Allah has to inform you how He wants you to worship Him. Not the other way around. So all of these ideas and ideals in the community that uh, flirts around uh, in the community, in the minds of certain Muslims, that we don't need to be that regulated, and we don't need to be that regimental, and we don't need to be that rigorous. Okay? This doesn't make any sense when you say that you want to worship Allah. When you want to worship Allah, Allah should be the one who tells you how he wants you to worship him. This is the creed, this is the aqidah, this is the doctrine. Otherwise, everybody can worship Allah, 
the way they see fit, and then you'll have billions of ideas, because everybody has a mind. Everybody will develop their own methodology, and then you'll have factions and you have groups. But in Islam, the Prophet ﷺ regulated the Muslim Ummah on this uniform method of prayer, which in itself is a ni'mah, that the whole Ummah, when it decides to pray, it will pray the same way. This is in itself a ni'mah, regardless of whether they pray or not. But the uniform knowledge there shows us that this deen and the religion of Islam is cohesive, it is coherent, and it must come from a source that is unified, meaning the source of tawheed, the source of oneness, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this to the Prophet And the ummah then carries that knowledge, and then whomever is given tawfiq, they practice that knowledge. So even in the realm of how to serve Allah, the ilm that Allah gives human beings and Muslims, how to serve Him, that ilm is a huge ni'mah. And the more the better. The more you know about how to worship Him, how to serve Him, the better. So now, then you develop people who are skilled in that. You develop people who are proficient in that. You develop people who become very professional and very much uh, experts in the field. And they go into this ilm and this knowledge and so on. So this knowledge and seeking knowledge becomes now a ni'mah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us. Meaning Allah is the one who gives us this ni'mah of ilm. As the Quran says, وَمَا بِكُمْ مِنْ نِعْمَةٍ فَمِنَ اللَّهِ Whatever ni'mah you have is from Allah. So this knowledge that we have of how to worship Allah is guidance from Allah. As mentioned in the ayah, وَوَجَدَكَ ضَالًا فَهَدَى That we found you in want. Uh, you did not know how to worship Allah. Uh, so we guided you. Allah guided you. Yeah. <coughs> so we see the, that the Prophet ﷺ already knew Allah was one. <coughs> the Prophet ﷺ was not searching for Allah himself. He was searching for a way to worship Him in Hira. And when he came to Hira, and he experienced what he experienced, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened the doors of knowledge uh, so that the Prophet would be able to worship Allah the way Allah wanted him to worship. So this knowledge (coughs) that comes from the other world, beyond our senses and beyond our intellect, is a ni'mah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is something that... um, we must appreciate as being the legacy of this Ummah. This Ummah is built upon ilm. The Prophet ﷺ's first revelation was Iqra, meaning to understand the creation and understand how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala works and what is the relationship between knowledge and creation. This is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins the introduction to the Qur'an, that this ummah is the ummah of ilm, of knowledge. As later on, اِقْرَأْ وَرَبُّكَ الْأَكْرَمُ الَّذِي عَلَّمَ بِالْقَلَمُ عَلَّمَ الْإِنسَانَ مَا لَمْ يَعْلَمُ Allah teaches man what he does not know. So this nation, this ummah that we have, is built on the premise of knowing. And when we see people in the community, 
Now, attacking the sources of knowledge and attacking the knowledge itself, then that is a discredit and that is a tragedy that people now want to change the way we worship and change the way we serve Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is called tahrif and that is called deviation. That is called distortion. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is asking us to make dua that we remain on the straight path. And then, غَيْرِ الْمَقْضُوبِ عَلَيْهِمْ Not on the path of those who have incurred his anger and his wrath, and not on the path who have lost their way. So people, when they want to become close to Allah, and they want to develop a system of worship, or a system of a understanding of a religion, then when they insert their own minds, then they become lost. They wander off the track, which is what is meant by وَلَضَّالِينَ that their intention may be good, but the action is not good. So knowledge of the right action is part of this dua in Surah Fatiha, as part of being uh, remaining steadfast on the straight path, that whatever we learn and teach our children from day one, with regards to what is halal haram, with regards to how to make wudu and how to do salat, with regards to all the other issues of prayer and fasting and sawm and zakat and hajj and everything else. All of that is a ni'mah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is on this ni'mah and this platform that we are, alhamdulillah, still united. And we see people who, when they want to become deviant, other people stand up and say, not this way. But this way. So this, this process of reforming those who are not doing what they're supposed to do is also a ni'mah. So we have now blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. With these blessings we must move forward. It is okay to say that the ni'mah of knowing how to pray is a ni'mah, but then we must pray. And it's also okay to say that, alhamdulillah, the ni'mah of being given the tawfiq to pray is also a ni'mah. So we should make thanks to Allah, give thanks to Allah, and say, وَمَا تَوْفِيقِ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ As the Prophet said, meaning the, the, the Prophet Shu'aib said, that my tawfiq is only from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which in itself is a ni'mah, that we come here for Jumu'ah is a ni'mah. We should see this as a ni'mah, as a positive, and that's what I'm trying to say today, that whatever we do for Islam, with Islam and through Islam is a ni'mah. Is a ni'mah. And when we see this as a ni'mah, is, is, is positive reinforcement. That this Allah's fadl on us, that we're able to do this, and we must take it as a positive and not something that's robotic and mechanical. That we come here every week, or we come here every day, or we do this every day, five times a day, or we do this once a month, once a year, and once in a lifetime. That's all fine. But the, the approach and the mindset should be that Allah is the one who is blessing us with these opportunities and these abilities and this tawfiq to do what pleases Him. And this, if we see this as a ni'mah, then we'll be able to export it and um, offer this to someone else. But if we don't see what we are doing as a ni'mah, and we just do it because it's a cultural obligation, or something that we do uh, just by rote, is mechanical, is robotic, then we will not share this with other people. When you love something, 
then he will share that something with you. As the Quran says, <coughs> Those who understand bir, understand kindness and goodness, they will reach piety only when they spend from what they love. So if you don't love the idea of praying, and if you don't, if you don't love the idea of knowing how to pray, then you will not share this when you have something good in you. You can export it. You can give it to other people. That's called infaq. That's called sharing and giving to others. So this ummah is now premised also on giving. So one is knowledge and the other is infaq fi sabiillah. Giving in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this giving, as the Prophet said, doesn't require money all the time. Sometimes it does. You have to pay for the bills here in this majlis to pay the bills. Inshallah. That requires spending. But the Prophet said that if you're not able to, then staying away from sin is also infaq fi sabiillah. Saving yourself from sin is protecting the environment. This comes in hadith. That saying subhanallah is infaq fi sabiillah. That doing this, helping somebody is ma'roof, is a kind deed. So now, in order for us to appreciate, we must be in the spirit of giving all the time, even when we are silent, even when we are not doing anything that is haram. We must see that also as a ni'mah. And this is what the hadith teach, teaches us, and this is what the hadith taught the sahaba, that if they could not engage in good deeds, they saved themselves from bad deeds. Yeah. But this is how you develop the community. And once the community has this positive approach and attitude towards the community and each other, and they understand the fundamental value of giving, and then they will speak about it. Yeah. When you have, mashallah, a wonderful car, a wonderful house, and everything else, and a good job and a good education, you usually yeah, display it and you want to show it off. Right? And the majority of people like that. Maybe one percent, yeah. So we're not talking about those one percent. The majority of people want to show off. So if Islam is a ni'mah, then Islam should be shown off. Don't you think so? The Islam is the best thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given this ummah, and the best thing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given this nation and the uh, humankind, then Islam should be expressed, it should be promoted, it should be shown off with pride and honor and dignity. That is where I'm coming to, that this ni'mah of ilm, of knowledge that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, is only good if we believe this knowledge is concrete, and this knowledge is real, and this knowledge has the ability to change me and people around me, and this knowledge has the ability to change the whole of mankind. Once we have this, then we can say, we are a Muslim nation. But if we don't, then maybe I'll hide behind the door and pray. I won't tell anybody I'm praying or fasting. I won't do this. If we hide, yeah, then that's not a sign of uh, saying that this is a ni'mah from Allah. That's a sign of being ashamed of who you are, what you are. And that doesn't help the cause. Whatsoever. We make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the ni'mah of Islam more and more. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase us in our ni'mah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq to do what pleases Him the most. Ameen ya rabbal